Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. And there came a day, a day unlike any other, when Earth's mightiest heroes and heroines found themselves united against a common threat. On that day, the Avengers were born, to fight the foes no single superhero could withstand. Through the years the Rossfors prospered, changing many times, their glory has never been denied. Heed the call, then, for now, the Avengers assemble. If you've heard that before, you know I'm talking about the Avengers, the superhero team, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Uh, Their new movie comes out today. If you haven't seen it, I recommend that you do. I've timed this uh, accordingly for that movie to be coming out. It's Avengers 2, The Age of Ultron. Uh, I have not seen it yet, so I'm looking forward to seeing it this evening. So hopefully I will be as enjoyable as the first one was. So let's talk about the Avengers. And I've saved this movie, this uh, review because I, I really, truly, this is what got me into comics, was the Avengers and the Avengers comic book. Um, I had read other things prior to this, and it really hadn't hooked me. But the Avengers uh, of the mid to late 70s and on, really is what hooked me and uh, hopefully it will for you as well so let's get started uh the first appearance of the avengers was avengers number one in september of 1963 created by stan lee and jack kirby and i've put the link in there for more information about the group uh as the prologue came in the roster has changed many 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 times and just about every hero in the marvel universe has at one time or another been an avenger some for short Brief periods of time, some for much longer. Uh, but the stalwarts and the founding members were Janet Van Dyne, the Wasp, Hank Pym, Ant-Man, Thor Odinson, Tony Stark, Iron Man, and Robert Bruce Banner, the Hulk, who left after issue number two and has since returned at different times as needed. Uh, and Steve Rogers as Captain America in issue number four. He was made a founder at that time. He wasn't actually part of the founding, but uh, was revived and brought back in at that point. So that's the, that was the original roster. Uh, if you look at the movie, the Wasp and Ant-Man uh, aren't represented, um, I, although because they, they just didn't like them as characters. Ant-Man's getting his own movie this summer, so we'll see how that turns out. Um, we'll discuss Ant-Man at a different time. But uh, the Wasp seems to get the short shift because she is so tiny. Uh, a good jumping-off point for the Avengers, and there's many. Uh, one would be the Civil War, and this encompasses uh, the entire Marvel Universe, so it's not just Avengers, uh, but I put the link in there for the, the trade paperback. And the Avengers Kree Scroll War. That was from the uh, early 1970, I believe 1971. Uh, good choice, good chance to see them in outer space. They are Earth's mightiest heroes, but you do see them in outer space occasionally. And then the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes Marvel Age. And one of my favorites is Avengers Disassembled. Uh, talks about the breakup of the Avengers and, and some, some interesting portions uh, when you think the Avengers title is about to come to an end. So... Uh, Four good starting off points. You can start anywhere in those four and, and get a good sense of the Avengers. Uh, take them all together and you get a much better picture of who they are. So the top villain, um, it's still Loki as he's Thor's 
ultimate end. But Loki, and I think the reason the first Avengers movie dealt with Loki is because he is the catalyst for the Avengers. The Avengers were founded because of Loki. And if you remember from our Thor podcast, Loki's first modern day appearance was in Journey into Mystery number 85 in October of 1962, created by Stan Lee, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby. Now, if you want to go beyond Loki, and Loki, without Loki, the Avengers don't exist, at least in the Marvel Universe, the way it came about, uh, discounting the Ultimates, which is a totally different discussion for another time. But the mainstream Avengers would not exist without Loki. So he is the reason they exist. Now the story, and we'll get into that a little bit later, the movie has a different founding, but we'll talk about that. If you want to look at a, a modern... Uh, another villain for the for the Avengers, and there's a there's a number of them, but Loki and then Ultron, Age of Ultron. Ultron first appeared in Avengers number 54 in July of 1968, created by Roy, Roy Thomas and John Buscema. All right, now you're gonna watch the movie tonight or sometime this weekend, and you're gonna say, well, wait a minute, it says that Tony Stark created Ultron, but if I go back and read issue number 54 of Avengers, it says Hank Pym created Ultron. <laughs> license with the the uh, property. Marvel can do what they want. Um, Hank Pym hadn't been introduced as Ant-Man until this summer, so I think they felt it was uh, inappropriate to introduce Ultron as being created by somebody they hadn't introduced yet. So it makes sense to uh, give it to Tony Stark, although his field is not robotics, but so be it. Uh, other movies like the comics. And as you can tell, as we've been talking about this, no, they're not like the comics. Uh, but as with all Marvel movies, it's still quite an awesome feat on the screen, and I can forgive that the comics are different. The, the, the origin story of the Avengers, not even close to what you saw in, uh, in the Avengers one, first one. Uh, the second one's not going to be any, any better in that respect. They're going to introduce some new characters that you're going to see that are part of the Marvel Universe and part of the Avengers. But... Uh, for all intents and purposes, the movies are not the same characters, not even close to any story that's been written, unless you get into the Ultimate Universe, and that will be a different podcast for a different time, but understand that the Ultimate Universe is different than the mainstream universe. Um, it was a reimagining of uh, some main characters being Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, X-Men, and Avengers uh, called Ultimates. Uh, why do I like them? And I, I think this is something... I don't know if I, if I can describe it in enough words why I like them. They are, they're not a family. In a lot of cases, they have nothing in common to link them together other than in the Marvel Universe, they're the hero group. Um, the X-Men are joined by their mutation. Fantastic Four is a family. There's some other groups we'll talk about later that are kind of a ad hoc grouping. The Avengers are the premier superhero group in the Marvel Universe. So ultimately they they draw in anybody who's a hero at some point in time. Uh, eventually it's it's playing in the big leagues. Uh, they are Earth's mightiest heroes so that makes them you know kind of a big deal. Uh, they range from normal human beings with skills like Hawkeye and Black Widow to demigods like Thor and Hercules and some other that come along uh, with everything in between. Uh, Captain America is on the lower end of the power scale, but he's a stalwart in this group. 
they're together to take on threats that individually they can't handle. And if you've listened to any of these other podcasts, you recognize that the the villain sect, with the exception of Thor, who has Loki, is really pretty minimal. It's it's like a one man show or very limited, um, and that's because they're such a small power group. Even Iron Man, his his villains are pretty tame by comparison to what the Avengers take on. So it's they all come together because no one person could fight the, the, the evil that's out there. Um, there is bickering, and this reminds you that each member is flawed. There's teasing, there's bickering, there's fighting, um, sometimes physical uh, confrontation, sometimes verbal. But they're flawed, and we know that about the Marvel Universe. But when a job needs done, it gets done. Uh, Captain America is often portrayed as the moral center of this team. But as we talked about with Captain America, he's not without his own faults. Iron Man provides the funding. It's actually his family mansion who who becomes the headquarters for that, called Avengers Mansion. Uh, in the movies, it becomes Avengers Tower. So it, it has changed a little bit, but it's still Stark funding it through his his uh, money. Um, each Avengers are paid a stipend to be there, so they're paid money to, to be part of the team if they want. They can live in the mansion if they want. So it's, it becomes a household family, but not a it, it not very non-traditional family. Uh, they specialize in, in in protecting the Earth, but not only protecting the Earth. As I said in the Kree-Skrull War, they go out to protect the Earth by going out. Uh, in some of the more recent stories, they've gone out to basically protect their galaxy. Um, that's not really their role. There's other groups that do that, but they will join in when when necessary. But it, it does feel like a fish-out-of-water type of story because it's not really their, their strong suit. It's really something that uh, they're thrust into that it, it feels wrong somehow sometimes. Uh, the stakes are higher and the risks are greater in everything they do. So when you talk about uh, Captain America fighting the Serpent Squad. Yeah, that's great, and he can do that, but that's not an Avengers type of thing. Avengers are fighting Thanos, and Avengers are fighting Ultron. You know, some big, big, big baddies who need to be taken down. Um, and I like them for that, but I also like them because the roster changes. So if you get tired of a character after a while, he's probably going to move on or she's going to move on. Uh, they're not going to be there forever or their dynamic has changed or they're, they're on leave. You know, there's nobody's there permanently. Uh, so it, it feels like it's a new book on a regular basis, which I think is nice. This allows for constant upheaval and dealing with change, which is, makes stories interesting. We talked about Wolverine with the X-Men. He's the catalyst for, um, change and upheaval well this happens naturally with the avengers because the roster changes so regularly and if you look in the even from the beginning up until more recently it's been a little more stagnant to the point but they've expanded books uh it's it was constant upheaval and change in the 70s uh they had a huge group of people and they had to pare it down due to government regulation so there's always this conflict with the government uh whether it's the United States government or the UN or whatever, they always seem to be in conflict because they don't—they're not the—they don't want to do the bidding of the government, and the government thinks that they own them, so they constantly are trying to uh, overstep their role as a liaison and try to dictate how the Avengers should function. Much like Shield is a government extension, 
the Avengers, the government feels that they are, and whether it's the U.S. government again or the U.N. feels that they are, and it doesn't, it never works out well. Um, because of all these, the conflicts they deal with, they are often forced to find a solution to the worst circumstances with the tools at hand. Um, Thor left early on, Giant Man left, the Wasp left, and it was Captain America with Quicksilver, the Scarlet Witch, and Hawkeye. Not the most powerful group of Avengers, uh, but they still were able to defeat those they needed to defeat. And that's the cool part to me. They, they get done what needs to be done with whatever they've got at hand. Yeah, you might wish you had the most powerful being in the universe, but you don't. So now we got to do what we've got to do. And we don't give up. We don't murder. We don't kill. We, we disarm. We take down, but we don't, we don't cross that line. So it's kind of ironic. They're Avengers who truly don't really avenge. They just detain, and hopefully uh, it's pushed off to another day. So it's it's an interesting grouping of individuals who come together as a team, and it can be so entertaining when they do it well. And as you see, the, the revenue from the first Avengers movie shows that people like that movie, and I'm assuming the second will do just as well. Uh, it's a group of people who... You're, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch the joking. It's fun to watch their their heartbreak and their loss. It's it's just entertaining because it's an amalgamation of people who really would never be in the same room together. Most likely, who have to learn to get along. You know, it dictates. It's a lot like life that way. We have to learn to get along with those around us at work who we may not necessarily like, but we have to get work with them. And the Avengers are that. They they mirror our lives. Tremendously, and I think that's important. The Fantastic Four mirrors our family. The Avengers mirror our, mirror our work lives, and you get the job done. So that's what the Avengers do. They get the job done any way it has to get done, and they're almost always successful, even if they have setbacks. Uh, just like life, you know, we we always want a happy ending, and eventually there's a semi-happy ending, even if it's not the exact ending we would like. Uh, there is an ending that we can live with. And I think that's important. So if you haven't seen Avengers 2 Age of Ultron, go out and see it. Spend some time. If you're not familiar with the Avengers comics, I've given you some great places to start. Uh, I certainly recommend you uh, take a look at some of the previous work, and I think you will find it very entertaining. Um, if you have any questions, please let me know. But please rate us on iTunes. Uh, if you're planning on buying anything from Amazon, click on one of the links on the webpage, and you'll get your product at no different additional cost and we'll get a little bit of money to help keep the website running so thank you i've been chad good night